It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that makes a splash is on the Mermaid Podcast. Hello, you're listening to the Mermaid Podcast, and I'm your host, Laura Von Holt, the fairy boss mother of Cinderly. Today, my friends, is a special bonus episode, and I am so thrilled to bring it to you. I'm trying to be cool, but I have zero chill, no chill left, because I just got back from the first day of Comic-Con in New York City, and guess what? I got to interview the cast and producers of Siren, the mermaid show from Freeform. You might remember the show I talked about season one in a previous bonus episode, and at that time, season one was not finished yet, and I had some predictions, and I was so right about some things and so wrong about other things. But that's what makes great TV. It keeps you on your toes. They did announce that season two of Siren will debut on January 24th, 2019, so clear your calendars. It'll be winter. It'll be cold. Just stay home and watch this TV show. It's going to have a little something for everyone. There'll be romance and friendship and horror elements and drama and family dynamics and more mermaids. And boy, did I get the scoop. I had an amazing day at Comic-Con, Friends. I checked out the main floor. I found a Corvette with a little mermaid on the hood. I saw an original edition of The Little Mermaid. And then I got to go upstairs to the press lounge where I sat with several other journalists at a little round table. And I got to get the scoop from the cast members. So... I got to talk to Eileen Powell, who plays Rin, the mermaid, Alex Rowe, who plays Ben, and Fala Evans-Akinbola, who plays Maddie. And they were just lovely to meet in person, and it was so obvious how much care and thought they put into building the characters in Siren. So the recording you're going to hear is from our live interview, so you'll hear a lot of uh, me, because I might have hogged the whole interview. (laughs) And you will also hear some questions from the other journalists. No spoilers, but a lot of hints. Um, And after these interviews, I also attended the Siren panel, which was loads of fun, and I met a bunch of fans, and they are all so great. And later on, I will have a full write-up on mermaidpodcast.com, so keep an eye out for that. I hope you like this interview. It is my great pleasure to give a peek into the world of Siren and also what it's like to live interview TV stars in a big room. We're going to have first look video and photos from season two on our website at mermaidpodcast.com. So definitely go look because OMG, it looks so good. There's all these hints of what you might see and there are more mermaids. Um, there's more mermaids coming. That's just what they kept telling me. There's more mermaids coming. And I also think you should pay attention to my the second half of this podcast episode, which is my interview with the producers, because they teased a brand new fan contest for Siren fans where you could enter to win a chance to come on set and swim with the mermaids, and then your picture will be used in an episode of the show. Yes, that contest opens up on October 18th, and we will have details in the show notes again at mermaidpodcast.com. Speaking of stars and comics, I want to give two shout-outs to some friends of the podcast. If you like comics and all cool nerd stuff, please check out the work of Adam Lance Garcia, the author of the Green Llama Legacy series and the graphic novel Sons of Fire. He's a terrific writer and a great friend to mermaids. You can find Adam at adamlancegarcia.com. 
Also, big congratulations to our Instagram fan, Christina Lee Johnson, on the launch of her mermaid comic, Bubbleina the Series. You can find that at Bubbleina the Series on Instagram. Yay, you did it. Okay, guys, take a deep breath because I did not breathe during this interview. Let's go meet some mermaids. Okay. Yes, if you want stickers, I have, thank you. I've got more stickers if you guys want mermaid stickers. Yeah. I mean, right? Mermaids have more fun. Alright, that's good. Um, so are you guys excited for season two? Because everybody else is. Yeah, we're so excited. <laughs> so excited. Okay. We're on shooting episode six at the moment. Oh, you are? We're on to seven, yeah. So How many episodes total will there be? Sixteen. Okay. I know. All right. <laughs> More. Get your teeth into Okay. <laughs> awesome. And when the last season left off, it was like a pivotal moment. Like, Rin's going to stay. Donna's dead. Um, <laughs> you guys are, like, having some issue. Your, your mind has been taken over by a mermaid song. Um, <laughs> Like, so, so, what are we going to see in season two? Uh, a continuation of that. Yeah, it, it, it definitely takes off from that point. Um, in that confusing situation, uh, a lot has happened, but Rin is, is trying to make life her life possible on land, and seeing how that goes, well, there's definitely been a bit of distance between the, the three of them. Everybody's yeah. gone sort of... It's like we all had a mass. We were part of a massive uh, fight or something. We all have gone back to the corners of our ring. Yeah, to lick our wounds. Yeah. Which, is, which is rough for Ben too, because he's like kind of uh, he's kind of away from his family, you know. Because he's yeah. I don't know. He decides to in his life kind of reject hypocrisy and reject like uh, status and all that kind of stuff. His family are very representative of that. Yeah. Um, so I think that like Ben's kind of on his own trying to figure this out, you know. Uh, so I think he's gonna he's gonna need some help at some point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we find us all dealing with that, but then as you guys know, there's gonna be more mermaids. That yeah, it's great. Just that's all you heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Overboard. And they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You so. know, because the plan is when season two begins is for everyone to sort of try to find normalcy and. Okay. Move on with their lives, even if it's a new kind of life. Yeah. Um, but that gets disrupted, no, that gets disrupted <laughs> very yeah. quickly. Um, yeah, you make a plan and God laughs. And they say. Maddie's mom might come back. That's what we hear. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's back. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I've been in Canada for too long. Um, she's played by Garcelle Bove, um, who's a lovely actress, yeah. and um, it's a really fun uh, dynamic to explore because it's so fractured and difficult but underneath it all there's a deep love um, and you know I think that we can all relate to the fact that there's people in our lives that will always be there no matter what whether we like it or not yeah. and you have to learn how to deal with that um, and so yeah Maddie's definitely trying to juggle that and what's it going to be like for Rin to adjust to living there full time? Like, is she like there's I mean, there's physical adaptation yeah. and also customary? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it's it's quite hard, you know. She she begins in this world uh, with you know determination to start having lost her sister, having you know lost her family who you know don't want to have anything to do with her because you know she's too close to humans, and then at the same time realizing she her song has had this bad effect and. Now 
they even have brought, like, you know, there's been a lot of uh, negative, but I think the way she copes with that is to focus on humans. What, how do they take? What, what is it about them? How do they interact? How do they, you know, uh, figuring out life as a human for in and doing the best she can, she's staying with Helen. You know, all those things that we, we don't really think about, but you know, we have economies and we have gadgets for things and the way we our relationships are and, and all the you know all these tiny little things that make a very complex reality she's uh, focusing very hard to to get that under her grasp and I think it's a little bit to push down all the negativity so she's forcing herself to she's literally forcing herself to move forward as much as she can um, but uh, but more mermaids are coming. But more, more mermaids, mermaids are, are coming. coming. So I know you can't give anything away, but... Just throws everything off. Like, it, you know, Rin was like on this... I mean, I'm talking about Rin now a lot, but... Well, you in, are in, in, in that time. little, yeah. um, uh, you know, theme, Rin's exploring to be human, and she's like, I'm going to move forward. I mean, not as... I, that's a very, like, psychological yeah. term, but she's on this objective... And then mermaids come back, yeah. and she has to go back to being mermaid, a full mermaid with her family. So it's. But no spoilers, I would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I imagine will some of the history of Bristol Cove kind of come into play, or will you hear here or learn more about that? I think that's part of what's interesting about what they're going to be like okay. when they come back. You know, it's like there's this dark history of uh, like a genocide uh-huh. as Helen describes uh-huh. so if they were to come back what are the chances that they're going to come back in a peaceful way uh, how would we deal with that what are, why are they why are they coming back and I think that that's uh, why you should stay tuned definitely for season 2 because I think the same as the same as the humans had varying uh, reactions to when wind comes to land the mermaids are all going to have their own reactions to what they feel about humans, like from what they've heard and what they've experienced. What Donald experienced was kind of like the worst type of, of, of humanity. What Rinz's experience is kind of the best. What type of humanity are they going to experience and how is that going to change the way they act when they get here? So it's a proper exciting. That's cool. Do you guys... Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, they've not asked anything. <laughs> so for, for the ladies, um, do you guys study any classical monster features to your facial expressions and to get into that type of, uh, you know, just to get into the, uh, the sirens and the mermaids? Mm-hmm. Um, do you mean artwork or do you mean just movies, artwork? Just, you know, oh, movies, you know, definitely. I um, this. Not so much as monsters, though. More at, um, you know, like, uh, I shouldn't give away this, because <laughs> but Starman with Jeff Bridges, I thought was, I mean, he's an alien, so that's like, but the way he, he interprets things as new, I thought was really well done. Um, I'm hoping, you know, I, that wasn't what I was doing. I but tried mainly, to take it. mainly real animals. Mainly real, mainly real animals, mainly proper predators, both land and sea. Um, you know, what everyone always talks about, whether you've seen one or not, is shark's eyes. Is that look, that completely, it's cold look. And then at the same time, if you look at a cheetah or, or what's closer maybe to home is a cat, is those eyes that can seem to just penetrate you or penetrate. And the blackest of nights, like, 
or um, even the movements like um, why do spiders scare us so much it's in their movement and their quickness or uh, when something's cornered or what makes you feel like impressive is when something moves elegantly like a whale and the weight and the breath and the, like you know all these qualities in, in, in speed and in heaviness and in look and all that all those elements I, I definitely because at the end of the day I, they still have to communicate something you still have to kind of get where where she's at in a way so I was saying earlier I was saying this earlier in an interview we do, we do pick up a lot of our animals we do feel like yeah we can definitely tell this animal's kind of in a good place yeah. or it's really it's not stressed. or it's ready to attack or those kind of things but what are they then because they don't have facial expressions like us and that's where the, the journey began of uh, picking and putting things together and yeah it was a weird couple Pretty of days <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry oh, I have okay oh, thank you oh, <laughs> sure so like throughout the, throughout the first season we saw like the horrible treatment that was happening with Fran and with Donna I mean, that couldn't continue to happen they go the testing on them and the experiment. Well, they, they lucky don't have Deca, anyone. Lucky De- Deca's out of the boat. Yeah. yeah, but the government doesn't have any mermaids. You know, Donna, Donna escaped, so they don't have any at the moment. But with the new mermaids. Well, yeah, that's I'm you sure have to watch find and, out. and find I'm out. Sure if they find out that the mermaids are alive, they're going to want to. Yeah. But knowing governments, yeah. like, I'm sure something unsavory will be happening. So <laughs> great. <laughs> Wasn't that an awesome interview? I love talking to the cast. I would have talked to them all day. Okay, so next up, I got to interview Eric Wald and Emily Whitesell. They are producers on the show. Eric Wald um, is one of the original uh, co- creators um, of the concept for Siren, and Emily Whitesell is the showrunner. Yay, we like lady showrunners, we like female domination, and mermaids, and cool people who want to talk about mythology and mermaids. So I hope you enjoy this. They were so cool to talk to. Mermaid yeah, podcast. Yeah, do you want some right stickers? Day. I did. Thank you. My favorite TV show. Awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> do you have kids? I have more. I don't know. Um, hi. Hi. Do you want me to start again or do you want to go? Okay, great. Well, I love the world that you have created. And what people are asking a lot about um, is whether or not we're going to see more stuff underwater when the, the mermaids are coming. Um, and also how you create the society that the mermaids come from and what inspires you for that? Big questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, we will definitely go underwater. Um, there's obviously been a hunger for that yeah. you know, with the fans. Yeah. And um, you know, we're bringing more mermaids onto land. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll tell a lot of those stories and okay, kind of yes. learn how... The society works on land, and then in the back half of the season, we're going to get to go a little right. bit underwater. Yeah, they'll be very happy to hear yes. that. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, first, first they're stuck on land for a little yeah. while. That's the first eight episodes, but then okay. that's, that's where we're going. See more. Okay. And when they're on land, still always trying to find those moments yeah. that are really unique, like the transformation moments, stuff that we haven't seen before that we can show. And I, there was a moment where Ren um, asserted dominance at the end of near the end of season two, and I was very curious about like the hierarchy of their culture and where you might have been inspired for that. 
It's inspiration. And we are going. Yeah, there, okay. Sure. Okay. Gonna we always talk you know, in the room about biology and how mm-hmm. it works in the natural world, and you know, lions will come up or elephants, mm-hmm. and yes. you know, how, how those that society works. So we, we usually feed off of the real, you know, animal yeah. kingdom okay. to decide, make a decision about how we want to handle it. We always try to also give it a little twist yeah. or, or take different ideas. So it's a myth of animal and mythical. Yeah. Okay. And the idea that it's it's a matriarchal society and what that means as they come onto land and are now in our society yeah. and what they learn from that and it's just it's well, really interesting stuff. Tag teaming off of that, we're at Comic-Con, which is a superhero, and, you know, heavy. Um, and every superhero has a purpose at its time. We got enough. We're fine. Um, every superhero. Oh my God, we're doing great. Every superhero. So every superhero has like a purpose, like an Avenger or a vigilante or something. And I wanted to know if you had any thoughts on why mermaids now and why this show now and what it offered for the larger culture. Part of the reason, I mean, Eric wrote the title, I think, yeah. um, jump in on this too, you know, is that the why now is that the world is changing uh, and global warming mm-hmm. has changed the oceans. So that's really the why now of our story. Mm-hmm. It started off the story anyway. Um, and the idea that Rin came to land and is so intrigued by the human world and then to go back and talk about a history that may have gone on all these years sort of, you know, we just spun off of that. And, and it's, it's interesting that we have a lot to, for them to learn about our world, but they also have a lot to teach us. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, we were just talking earlier, this kind of come up off of a question, too. You know, we always had stories about and TV shows and movies about werewolves and vampires and witches. We've never had more, you know, about mermaids. You know, we all want to see mermaids. No one was crazy enough to do a show in the water. I know. That's <laughs> very brave. You know, the mermaid, which is, you know, animation, but how did you, like, what made you come with this concept? Like, we have to do more about mermaids, of styles, the good, that they're good and that they're evil. Um, and how did you come up with the concept of making the mermaid in the show? Like, this was Eric's, Eric's idea. Yeah, I just think it's always so interesting to take this classic mythology that exists in every culture around the world, and we, we sort of, like you say, we've seen the Little Mermaid Disney versions of it, and it's just so exciting to spin that on its head and give a new twist. And even our mermaids, the way they look, like the classic depiction is female upper fish tail, but ours, they're actually a unified creature. They're all one organism that looks like they really could live out there. Because I, I think just sort of giving our own spin to this classic mythology while also honoring some of it and giving some, you know, Easter eggs in there to shows like Splash or, you know, is really fun. There is just so much mythology out there. I, I do like it, though, when you go back into the water. Like, it's so painful for them to turn back into, you know, the siren. And I like that because just like, you know, a werewolf is painful to turn into the werewolf. Right. Vampires, yeah, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but American Werewolf in London was a huge inspiration for that, you know. And, and, yeah, I mean, that's one of the great transformation sequences in film history. Yes, they did it pr- practically, which is amazing. It is. Um, I have another question. How do you balance the moments um, straight out of a horror film and um, with the ongoing drama in the show? Like, when do you say enough horror and let's get in with, you know, some drama so we don't scare? you know, some of the audience, but you do kind of want to bring in some horror, genre, right. fans. Yes, because I think as cool as the horror is, and people love to see it, if you don't have the other, 
There's only so much people will stay with it. There's only so much you want to watch that cool thing happen over and over again without it really being about something you care about. So the way that we generally balance it is to find some really cool moments that we'd like to do, then really start to think about building story that's meaningful to get there. And we sit around the writer's room just talking about what the great balance would be. So far, I think we've, we've found a good balance. But again, the fans are very interested in the world under the water. So that's something that we think more about. What What is it about that world that we would like to show and say? So we'll do a lot more of that in season two. They were all also asking, sorry, just if there were going to be books or anything else, they wanted more content from Cyrus. We're okay. doing a, a novel okay, um, that tells the story of what happened in Bristol Cove 150 years awesome. ago. So awesome. it's like Victorian era moments. Have you announced who's writing that yet? Are we have you announced who's writing it? Or uh, I don't know if it's been announced. We have, okay. a, we have a draft of it. Okay, great. Um, but it's uh, okay. it's going to be super cool. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> um, sort of something you mentioned in the in the last question about the creative process. Is there a difference in the creative process for a longer season, or is it um, like? Now you have to feed in stuff. You have longer to develop stuff, obviously, but you, there's, is there also stuff that like won't come, you'll introduce early that won't come into play until... Well, ideally, that's... I mean, when you're telling, when you're telling good story, I think you, you almost you never want a moment ever to happen that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Just a cool moment. We try to really pull the thread through, and if we know something that's going to happen later, we really consciously go back and try to plant it. Sometimes it's an accident. Something cool happens, and we think, oh that's it let's use that and sometimes it's something that's been planned on a bigger scale with, with more thought behind it and we know we want to get to that but Emily was really smart too and just like thinking of the season in terms of four episode batches and eight episodes you don't go insane trying to do like all in once but like tell a story that arcs out over the first eight you know and then that kind of gets wrapped up and spins into something new so yeah. so you guys ever think that this show is going to be such a huge hit? Like when you thought about it, you know, writing it the first draft, and it's like, oh, let's see where this goes. Well, I mean, you must have felt like there was something. I mean, you dream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, the the pilot, it always felt like it had big scope to it, and felt like, kind of like a movie in a way, and it always felt really exciting, but then you're kind of, you're so in it that you don't really step back to wonder like how it's going to do you're just trying to like you know keep it going yeah but it's been really exciting to see the response definitely um, so we can continue to see how the, like, the sirens um, bring the song um, continues to have an effect on like Ben especially um, and like going more into that yes it's a big story coming up actually that siren song and not just how it affects Ben but others and also how it affects the mermaids when they do it and so the siren song becomes, because it's huge in the mythology really of mermaids. And so we're very interested in it. So we're going to tell a lot of story about it. Besides Maddie's mom joining the season, the season are there any other new characters that you can tease that we can expect coming in season two? More mermaids! <laughs> <laughs> They're coming! Yes, so they, and they do, some of the characters get a little bit more developed than others. Some you've seen before, so they're a little bit more advanced as well. And Helen has her own sort of encounter with others like her. And so those are new characters as well. And we also set up at the end, Calvin makes that call to the reporter. We kind of forget about it, and then the reporter shows up. Right. <laughs> so, okay, so. 
also danger. Danger's coming. Yeah. Are we going to um, see any more of the Haida and any of how that mythology plays in as well? Yeah. We do love the Haida culture. Yeah. And we speak about it. We don't um, go too far into it. Dale has some Haida um, background. And so he is always sort of the representative of, you know, um, the mythology and kind of the cultural meaning behind things. So there's a little bit more of that as well in his story. Yes. I, I have more. Okay, great. Um, yes. No, I did. I'm like, great, I've got you. Um, well, yeah, I wanted to know a little bit about the difference between um, adapting a story for water or land and what you have to take into account with your storytelling for filming logistics. Yes. Yeah. Money. Yeah. <laughs> for one. Um, oh, it's very complicated, obviously. We have a giant tank that... Um, everybody gets into and has to, so that's it, it takes them days to put it up and fill it and do all of that kind of thing so we try to um, what they call cross board we know two or three episodes that have those water moments in them we try to shoot them all at one time um, it's like that and costume things uh, visual effects obviously huge but I think story-wise, it actually plays to our advantage. It's, it's like Jaws, where it's like the less you see the shark, the scarier it gets. Right. You know, so it's like we love having these moments where you're like really looking forward to like that great transformation moment or seeing them. Yeah. And so to be able to kind of sprinkle those throughout, I think just creates a real hunger for those. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. How did you get into mermaids? I just have. I've always loved them. Um, I'm a writer. I write mermaid romances, oh, and wow. so I started a mermaid podcast to interview other authors and professional mermaids. So I'm just so obsessed. Cool. I, now they call me a mermaid. Scholar, uh, yeah. You know we're having a mermaid contest soon. So oh really? I will. Yeah. I will have to. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna um, hook you up with Helen. I was, I was like, I'm gonna jump on her if she comes. Yeah. Keep some of the. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, just. I'm just into it. That's great. That's, yeah. 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 It's become like a real like sub, not even subculture anymore. Right. It's like part of the yeah. Almost, I, I predict by like next year it'll be all mermaids down there. Like yeah. it's creeping in, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's wow. great. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mermaid Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or leave a review. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Mermaid Podcast, and we will have links to all the mermaid news mentioned in this episode on our website, mermaidpodcast.com. While you're there, you should also sign up for our newsletter because I give you special things that I don't talk about on social media or in the episode, so you want to sign up for it at mermaidpodcast.com. Thank you so much to the cast and producers of Siren. It is a pleasure talking with you, and you inspire us to never quit our daydream. It's the Mermaid Podcast. We've got mermaids on the land and down below. Legs or fins, you will love our show. All the news that